0: My team wins a big game.
1: What's up, Dip Nation? My name is Dave. Welcome to the Too Much Dip podcast. I'm alone in the studio today. Dylan's out. So it's just me and producer Randy. Randy, say hi so I don't feel so weird. Hi, David. Very good. You did a lot with that airtime. You did what I asked. I'm not judging. KJ's here by here, I mean on the screen, live from Madison, Wisconsin, bringing the heat. KJ Ellis, hello. Hello.
0: Uh, you're probably one of the first, one of the few that asked Randy to talk to them so he, they don't feel weird, but uh, I respect it. <laughs> typically has uh, the opposite effect, but no. I'm just, I'm just saying. He's just joking. Just joking. Just joking. Um. Gonna miss Dylan today because I feel like we've got a few different things that are right up his alley. He's chiming in via um, the
1: text on some of these stories, and I'm like, man, I wish you were here to really drive it home. Really, really give out like a blunt take that clips well, and people are gonna absolutely flame or love.
0: I think he's still he's still like reading the case debriefs from like the Ed Sheeran Marvin Gaye uh, plagiarism lawsuit. He was real big on that, I think, right? You don't even know what it is. Don't worry.
1: I mean, I know. I'm very familiar, (laughs) very confused. Was that a. Is he a big. Is he more of a Marvin Gaye guy or an Ed Ed Sheeran? It's just
0: something I saw on the internet recently.
1: But. It was a big. Hey, it was big for songwriters, dude.
0: (laughs) Artists everywhere needed to take notice. I've got a little bit of breaking news. Okay. At the um, young age of. 30 years and six.
1: It's a weird way to say that.
0: I have accomplished two firsts. Well, actually one's not a first one first I've attended. I've visited. I've been to Lambeau field. Check that off the Wisconsin list last week.
1: Okay. Was this a work related trip?
0: It was a work related trip. It was a conference. Um, very chill sitch. I'm a big conference guy. I was in Austin for a conference, conference in Green Bay. Um, and probably won't have another till like next next year or something. But I'm here to tell you, I think that when people who are not from Wisconsin or not from Green Bay or who've not visited Lambeau Field, what's one of the first things or one of the many things you hear about it, you know, aside from weather, like about the stadium or the neighborhood or anything like that?
1: Just an ass ton of white people.
0: (laughs) I'm here to confirm that is 100% accurate. Uh, (laughs) That part I was not shocked by, I should say. But I think what I've heard over the years from people who visited or gone to games, um, I was supposed to go to a game last year, kid got sick, car stuff, driving, is that it's this... or like gigantic NFL stadium in the middle of like middle-class neighborhood.
1: Yes, that is exactly how I think of it.
0: And I don't think that's wrong. It's certainly not like a, uh, you know, uptown metropolitan area by any means. And it's likely because I'm from Arlington, Texas, that is, that... It didn't stand out to me as that weird because it's exactly how the Cowboys stadium is. Like you drive through some pretty spare neighborhoods depending on which angle you're coming from if you're not just like right off the highway and then there is the stadium. AT&T Stadium gets a little bit more credit because it's adjacent to the stadium uh that's home to like the XFL champion Renegades.
1: Yeah, and the Texas that.
0: Rangers. <laughs> But the Packers Stadium, Lambeau Field that is, it's a hundred times nicer than I would have ever imagined. Everything inside, at least the area that I was, was on par with the AT&T Stadium experience except for the aesthetic was old school Rangers ballpark in Arlington.
1: But Highly that, recommend. Was there um, a world-renowned and a world-class art gallery? Um... Or is that exclusive uh, yeah. to AT&T Stadium, where you go there n- f- for a football game? But you got some art to look at if you're into that. Not in the stadium,
0: but adjacent to the stadium, the street across the way, it is literally Murderer's Row of every single home is clearly like redone to be an Airbnb, and they have like an over-the-top bit going on. There's like a 30-foot Lombardi trophy. There's one place that has like full six foot tall Green Bay Packer players like in their backyard. Not humans, obviously. I don't know what they were made of. Fences covered in green and gold. you think they were real dolls? You know, in this day and age, they did say by like 2023, we would be there. So just say I wouldn't put it past them. Um but you got to think they are printing money, whatever eight to ten times a year that people are going up there for games. Like full bay windows and everything facing the stadium—that was a sight to see. I—you don't see that in Arlington. You so get, now
1: I'm curious. I want Walmart. to look in to see what one of these runs for, like a game weekend.
0: That's smarter than me. I'm an idiot. And I was like, "Well,
1: what would it cost to buy a house over there?"
0: And there was like two. See, you're thinking the street over.
1: You're thinking big. <laughs> you're thinking like, how can I make money? I'm trying to just throw my money away.
0: would this be the equivalent of i don't know buying a a house on the practice horse track in saratoga springs except for for not for four million maybe for four hundred thousand
1: yeah something like that
0: (laughs) so yeah lambo check it off the list okay would i would i recommend it like yeah if there's a notable cowboys game but odds are that's going to be at a time where the scene's not nearly as strong as it is this time of year. So like if there was a preseason game, dive in by all means. Number two at 30 years and six. It's probably been since, uh, I don't know why I'm talking like this today. 36 is fine. I know. It just feels, it feels like a lot. I enjoy being the youngest member of our, of our show. People don't realize that, but I am the youth of our show. Yeah. Randy not included. I'm sorry. Because <sighs> <sighs> then I would have to undercut him with producer Adam or intern Adam. Um, your boy has invested in the future. And the future is green. And by that, I mean, I've purchased an electric lawnmower. Wow. So, thank you. Well, I'll by, pause for applause. Um,
1: can you give the the brand name? We can give out a free Three name.
0: letters. Three letters. I give that uh free pub. Actually, I love, I love what I got. I'm, I'm going with the ego. I uh, did a lot of compare and contrast and a little pre-shop here and there. Costco had a good deal with another brand. And at, at the end of the day, your boy went with ego. Have 100% you used it? committed. Please respect my choice. What was that? Have you used it? Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I've somehow pivoted from guy who cannot tell you a single type of grass, still can't, to guy who's like calculating the hours until rain is about to occur to try to figure out how low I should cut the grass because I'm still wired like I live in Texas. I'm expecting that my grass will get scorched if there is no rain and that is not saturated with like a season's worth of winter, you know, uh, whatever. Water, snow melt, whatever. Um, So I've got to figure all that out. I think two times.
1: I'm all in. I think you're going to be very, very happy with it. Um, As you know, I am uh, an electric guy. Um, I find the battery easy and quick to charge. It's perfect. I don't have a huge yard, but I can do it all in one charge, which is huge. Um, I will say I am having some issue. It's going to be we're in an El Nino year as you may be aware. Mm-hmm. So pretty, pretty, a uh, little bit lower than normal temps and wet down here. And I'm having to mow. I usually go for every two weeks. In reality, I should be going every week. And I, that's just, I don't have the time. And I don't really want to. I don't like mowing the lawn because the grass gets my allergies going. We don't have to bog on this, but yeah, man, it's, I, I'm, I'm assuming you have a better experience up there where it's like, you could probably get away with once a month
0: no 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 there's so much moisture up here that like the grass will just straight up grow like
1: that's very it's very cool. constantly
0: constantly growing like burnout is what i would experience in texas like that's not happening up here uh my last note on it will be uh i assume you both mow and edge depending on the layout of your lawn sometimes you probably could get away without edging and i'm you know no uh no h but uh, that's a first I've got to fully tip my cap to the professional edgers out there because as somebody who hadn't mowed lawns in probably 25 years, I'm here to say, I don't know that I edged at the time, but that shit's a lot harder than they make it seem. It's a lot harder.
1: Yes, that is a skill. If you are good, you can tell the difference between an amateur and a professional edge job. Just look at the driveway. That's all you have to look at. Because there's a lot I mean, when I do it myself, it's I can just never get it as good as the crews can get it. I hate mm-hmm. that. I wish Dylan was here. Because I think I feel like Dylan would be an immaculate edger if what I know about you him. You know is what?
0: True. That that does seem like something he'd be randomly like, oh, I'm I'm excellent at it. Like and then he probably would have like some technique of like a stake and a string down to another stake and like just go right along the line or some trick that he learned in Eagle Scouts. Like if we find out one day Dylan was an Eagle Scout and he's been hiding that all these years, it's going to make a lot of sense. I'm going to be a little disappointed. It would explain it how sooner. he's
1: such a good TV-mounter. <laughs> I feel like that's one, of the, that's one of the final badges in Eagle Scouts. <laughs> you got to mount a TV on the cubmaster or Den Masters. What, Randy? Are you a fucking Eagle Scout? What There's no way. Dylan can't even touch a fish. There's no way he's at an Eagle Scout. Okay, that's a great point. Randy does offer a yeah. very good point. Dylan won't touch fish. <sighs>
0: But, Randy, you got to also remember, like, not every – well, there are many bodies of water in Central Texas. I was going to say, like, Randy's advantage is, like, growing up, you know, within an hour of the Great Lakes. So uh, I would imagine that his exposure to fishing and and those things probably is more than Dylan's. But, yeah, that's true. Uh, I'm a little pee when it comes to dealing with fish as well. So, you know, I'm definitely not out there.
1: Well, hey, that's what's going on in KJ's world. Mr. 30 and six himself. <laughs> what I want to do now is give a shout out because we got ourselves a new sponsor. Our good friends at ROW, step up your meat smoking fit, step up your barbecue fit, step up your fit in general for getting in the zone or just out for the day. ROW is a collection of on-trend closet staples made for whatever you're up for. KJ, you could probably throw these on and go outside and edge. Do whatever you got to do. 1,000%. Here's the deal. I actually,
0: uh, I've actually been searching for a pant that would fit for both uh, some weekend uh, activities around the house well, and going out.
1: Listen to this. It won't weigh you down with loud neons, oversized logos, or impractical fabrics. ROW includes a classic color palette, an inclusive tailor fit, tailored fit that'll always be on trend and versatile enough for errands dinner, or low-key evening. That's what we're all about these days. Mr. 30 and 6 himself, the king of the low-key evening. The collection features shorts, pants, joggers, polos, T-shirts, and long sleeves in a different mix and match colorways with sizes ranging from small to double XL. They've got the sweat-wicking fabrics. That's what we love. Be ready for anything, anywhere. Hidden pockets, KJ, providing extra storage without distraction. Tailored, inclusive fit. Tapered styles and classic silhouettes for all body types. How about that? A nice tonal palette, mix and match, and create a look or pair with your favorite pieces. Moving throughout your day doesn't require a wardrobe change. Each ROW item is made with soft materials and comfort first fits designed to make you look good and feel good throughout the day. But where can you find it? If you're looking for reliable staples at an accessible price point, then shop ROW sold exclusively at Academy Sports and Outdoors. KJ, you familiar with Academy Sports and Outdoors? I think you are. Right, set the right price. Visit academy.com slash R-O-W or a location near you. Shop today. New sponsor alert. New sponsor alert. It just doesn't feel official without Dylan here to give us the uh, new sponsor (laughs) alarm. Hey, new segment alert. This week in graphics for the sports pod um where do you want to start do you want to start with the sauce
0: i think we have to start with the sauce as it might take the uh, proverbial cake of being just outright the biggest what the f
1: <laughs> randy if you may um show the folks at home this sauce gardener sports illustrated cover um okay we're leaning into the sauce life here That's what's happening. Um, and he has what appears to be, what is the word? What is on his fingers? Because he is putting off major DeSantis vibes here. Uh, (laughs) I
0: didn't track it for pudding the first time I saw it. And I think you have to kind of know what lighting you're viewing it in. First glance, this could be blood. Yeah. It could be barbecue sauce. I was thinking. It could be chocolate. Like, uh, but, Blood seems more fitting if this were, I don't know,
1: UFC. <laughs> UFC I <don't> know. or, <laughs> I don't know, maybe if you played somewhere on the D-line. You know? WWE? In the trenches. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Um, I feel like this could be a number of things depending on which filter you put on the photo. Because it's like two filters away from just straight up like a bloody crime scene. But it's also, it's also giving puddin'. It's also, it's also given, it looks like he, he stuck his hand under the dip, the dip cone machine at Dairy Queen. There's just a number of ways this is going and his face doesn't make it any better. It's, it looks like he like, uh, he's taking you apart. Like he's like, he's like murdering you and you're like incapacitated and he's just like, you wake up and you look and he's just like staring you in the face, just like bathing in your blood. (laughs) So there's two things I want to admit. Uh, first,
0: I'm going to own up to the fact that I could not follow through with my own my own unrewarding bit. Because uh, your boy did bring from upstairs a nice American cup of uh, yogurt with the full intent of trying to recreate this photo on the spot. I didn't plan my exit from that. So I didn't have paper towels around to like de-clean and I'd be doing the pod with pudding hand or you know yogurt hand. Nobody wants that. Dude, but two this very is definitely- different hands. I don't know if necrophilia is approaching here. If you just see the hand and or like remove it from the photo, everything about the look he's given the camera here that puts everything else on a whole different tone and shout out to like the bokeh effect that they're really leaning into Uh, or whatever tilt shift focus. I don't know but
1: it creeps me out. I can't. I can't look at this. Yeah, this, this photo is like t- mesmerizing. I feel like I'm being <laughs> hypnotized. Can, you, can Randy? I'm sorry. Can you get this off the screen, man? I'm, this is this, I, this is weird. Give us the. Uh, let's check out and see what our friend, the king of college football graphics, Hayes Fawcett, is up to on Twitter. Because um, as oh, you Hayes? are aware, uh, Dylan, what's his name? Faola? Dylan Rayola. Rayola. is probably what people are going to call him if he has like one bad game, but it just okay. means more. Uh, he is committed. He is the number one quarterback, uh, and he is committed to Georgia. Why is that significant? Why is that in a graphic segment? Well, because the aforementioned Hayes Fawcett, at Hayes Fawcett 3 on Twitter actually, dropped a graphic, and I'm going to let KJ handle this. Go ahead, bud. So
0: the news of Dylan Maraiola, who's the number one quarterback, number one player in the nation, 2024 class, News of his decommitment, I'm trying to just confirm on my side, from the University of Nebraska, came down, uh, I want to say, two and a half, three months ago. I've got a good friend who is a lifelong Cornhusker fan, lives in Kansas, but whatever, not not far off. But uh, immediately when I threw this news out there that he was decommitting from the Cornhuskers, I was like, oh, tough break. His immediate response was, or where have he decommitted from, I think it was Ohio State, and he was tied to Nebraska. Um, the immediate feedback from him was, "Now he's going to Georgia." So this isn't breaking news as much on the commitment, but it's certainly breaking the internet, if you will, when it comes to the graphic. As somebody who is uh, far too many times brought up, brought up the University of Utah airbrushed helmet. I'm excited to report that I will no longer be referring to that helmet or uniform when talking about unnecessary tributes to uh, those that have passed. Because the Dylan Rayola commitment, for some inexplicable reason, unless you're going to tell me that the former recruiting coordinator who unfortunately passed this offseason is related, she is adorned by a very, very unnecessary halo. And is the biggest focus of the photo.
1: His arm is around her. So I assume they did
0: take a picture together. You know what I mean? Like this is probably a real photo that was colorized and done up to be used in this manner. And they threw the halo over her. Something I didn't notice. It's not the only halo in the photo. No. No, no. No because he included a photo of the defensive lineman that also passed in that tragic accident or other player that passed in that tragic accident i think it was lineman offense lineman uh, he is also adorned by a halo in this photo
1: yeah i so I, what i know about hayes vossett is he puts out like all the graphics he has his little watermark on there this isn't this isn't meant this is supposed to be a tribute right this like he meant this seriously this is not like Oh yes.
0: There's a commission being paid to this individual for this part, this piece of work.
1: Okay. Yeah. I just don't. I, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Let's, let's even reframe a, it this there's way. There's even a white dove. because
0: <laughs> Exactly. Thank you. I almost forgot about that. I was too focused on the unnecessary trophies that also adorn the photo. Like, you didn't win those two national titles. You didn't win the Davy O'Brien or the Heisman. Like, why are they in this photo? Are you saying, okay, I'm only going to win one Heisman, one Davy O'Brien, and two natties? No, he's referring to recent success, I assume, but like, it's just weird. Quick question Ugga made it
1: too. Ugga's <laughs> <laughs> down yes, there. Uga n-
0: Ugga Nine's present. Like, we couldn't throw a halo on Ugga and be like, this is for all the Uggas that have passed. There's been a Just make this a whole
1: football in heaven. Ugga's down there and it's four point stance.
0: <laughs> I look to David as kind of the line of demarcation. There will be times where it's either David or Will in our group texts in which, you know, ideas are often thrown around or memes are discussed where, uh, is this over the line? Especially in the, some of our smaller group chats where it's me, you, and, and Landry. And I feel like, and no offense to Landry, that Landry is rightfully so a lot quicker to the trigger than maybe I am. And then me even more so than maybe David is. If this goes into the group text, do you approve any form or fashion of this or make any adjustments before this goes out to a Wash Media post?
1: It's just, I, I just don't think so. It just doesn't, I don't, man. It's just, the halos are weird. I I don't know. What about the four different fonts? Being Look, used? all the, I mean, maybe the families <laughs> like this and that's, I don't know, man. It's just, it just seems, it seems weird to throw it because you landed the number one quarterback. And it's like, a, I, I don't know. It's just weird. Unless you're going to tell me there was some backstory where she's been recruiting this guy, she was recruiting this guy. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure we're. I'm sure people are going to be really happy. But then Um, why
0: include the the player on there too? Like I assume that picture was used again because they had that photo. But it makes me think of. um, It just feels a little the wire. Okay, live and in color, award winning TV show, The Wire. Uh, When uh, I'm just completely embarrassing myself as somebody who was like the nation's top five quiz up guy. Or whatever it's called, McNulty. Wire. Now, when the uh, when they were going to order flower arrangements for uh, friends that had passed, mm-hmm. and they wanted them to be arranged like the towers, not the twin towers, those but towers. like the Project Towers, different towers, yes, um, different tragedy too. Um, <laughs> like, is this Dylan requesting to Hayes? Like, hey. This is the graphic that I want to announce it with. Like, is he putting into the request, like all these details? I really want this to be special. I want it to be seen as like, I'm not only joining the family, but I am, I'm here to bring a time of maybe. healing. Maybe,
1: maybe he and is. And that football
0: is the smallest thing,
1: smaller than even UGA. He's engulfing himself into the culture at UGA. Okay. And the biggest thing here present is him. So wait, <laughs> Okay. God, he looks. Yeah, he really is like very large. (laughs) But I guess he's the number one quarterback, so whatever. I guess. (laughs) Okay. Last thing on graphics, since we're gonna we're gonna talk uh, social media teams. Yes, we gotta talk NFL schedule release. Mm. So this is a thing that happens every year, and it gets drawn out, and it's now a day. It is more genius marketing by the nfl completely understand it it's kind of a beating they're teasing now they're teasing when the schedule is going to be dropped like weeks in advance and it's just like dude i'm trying to maybe go to the buffalo uh, cowboys buffalo bills uh, in december i'd like to know when that when that is what time may plan accordingly just tell me maybe i don't want to watch a um six minute video of jerry and taylor sheridan creator of yellowstone that, did you watch? You watched the Cowboys. I watched probably thirty to
0: fifty percent of every single piece that was put out there. You could not. Thank you. You couldn't finish. For
1: like no, you couldn't no. finish the Cowboy one, could you?
0: No, it was terrible. And I'm not Yellowstone guy. Surprise! Big Ryan Bingham fan. Everything else can't do it. Yeah, man. So I think you mentioned, or or we were talking about it before, how, how recent this whole phenomenon is like maybe last four years or so, maybe three. Yeah. And obviously we focus a little bit on the Cowboys because in the past they've done some okay things. They did a music video esque thing with post Malone pre very thin post Malone um, where, you know, Jerry had a grill and a chain and, I believe Dak was making it rain, confusingly.
1: Yeah, it's all very Dakota Rain Prescott, actually. Yeah, that no, I guess that's true. Jerry, one th- key theme in all the Cowboys schedule releases is that Jerry is not only a part of it, he is the main character. <laughs> he is the main he is the guy at the end. He's on the phone with Taylor Sheridan. I don't I don't I've never really watched Yellowstone. I know what it's about. I get it. And the whole thing is <laughs> The whole the whole thing set up, it's like, oh, I accidentally got a copy of your schedule and you got a copy somehow of a, a script for my next show. We got to meet up. And then Jerry says, hey, well, what if some of my guys and my team uh, audition to be in your next in your show, Yellowstone? So they force C.D. Lamb, they force Dak in there and they, they do really, really bad auditions. And I'm sure that was a little bit of the point, but it's it's just painful. Um, and then at the end, Leighton Vander Esch comes in and he gets he, Taylor Sheridan loves him because he's, he's the wolf hunter. He's the, he's the real deal. As they would say, he's the Stapleton of, uh, <laughs> he's the Stapleton of, uh, NFL Cowboys. He's the real deal, man. And all your friends are going to tell you he's the real deal. Does that make any sense? Yeah, but on? he also
0: has cred because he, he wrote with Justin Timberlake, um, Yeah, so the Cowboys, we're not even going to get into rankings. There's too many pieces of crap out there to, like, dwell on rankings. Kudos to the Cardinals. Uh, You probably haven't seen it, and I respect them because the approach they took, it's like 27 seconds long. It's just Kyler Murray, like, throwing warm-up the ball back and forth in warm-ups, and then they put a graphic up with all of the games on one image.
1: Respect that. I respect that.
0: They probably didn't have a marketing department to design one. They've had so many changes this offseason that they're probably like, fuck it. Fun fact. We had to
1: complete the assignment. Here you go. Fun fact, the Cardinals have zero primetime games. Yikes. You will not see Kyler Murray. Yeah, I mean. To my knowledge, Sunday night football, Monday night football, Thursday night football.
0: That's rough. I'm... I get it, and there are some other big changes which we can do that another time when we talk about schedule changes. We'll do that closer to the season. On like um, networks, no longer own AFC, NFC. Like there's going to be a lot of things different this year. Other teams that stood that stood out for maybe not the best reasons. Really quick, um, there was an effort by the Jaguars, which we'll talk about here in a second, to basically take the Arian Foster spoof of or his interview. Uh, He did on a podcast where he said the NFL is scripted. Got a lot of run. It was a very kind of funny statement, but he leaned into it. Arian Foster's kind of out there. I think we talked about it. Well, the Jags ran with it and said, okay, well, if last season was scripted, here we go. They got a guy who looks just like Pete Blackburn and DJ Bean mixed together to be like their central figure throughout the show. So it did tremendous, except for it was eight minutes long. The Saints did the same thing. Theirs was terrible. And there were like three other, sh- three other uh, teams that did TV shows. I think the Broncos did Peyton Manning in an office spoof.
1: Yeah, that was okay.
0: Office ended 15, 20 years ago. So funny, bro. I get it because it's the screensaver in the rough household. Like it's on every day. I respect <laughs> it.
1: It's no longer because that's <laughs> been taken over. Our TV has been taken over and now it's Toy Story.
0: It's Miss Rachel? Okay. It's Toy Story, it's story 1 story. through 4. I, I
1: can, on loop i've seen toy story one through three at least 12 times now it's not great Uh, but yeah i I can respect that i'm taking the plunge towards that anime guy because i love what the chargers did yes that was my favorite just because it was completely different it's very hard to man i'll probably regret saying this it's harder there's a lot of cringe in these and anime this anime did not have a lot of cringe because it's anime it's like inherently like you know what you're getting. It's, uh, it's self-aware. And what they did, they even, uh, they, they even took some shots. They took some shots at the Lions and their, uh, their gambling problem. A lot of that going on. <laughs> a lot of shade. <laughs> did you like the shade? I,
0: I do appreciate when teams aren't afraid to be like diminutive towards one another. And like the gambling thing, albeit somewhat serious, that was a perfect opportunity to make fun of somebody. And to put out my favorite phone number that exists one hundred one eight hundred hope and why, because uh, I always <laughs> read as hope I
1: don't know why I read it as hope too. It's real fun and Um uh,
0: The Bears did a spoof of the Bear FX TV show, which I enjoy. So I liked what they did, and they had Spice Adams in it. There you Didn't go. get a lot of attention, but I thought it was done well. Um, A bunch of teams did my least favorite thing, and that is like the fake endorsement or fake cell phone video compilation. Hate it anytime I see it. Like the fake TikTokification video, like I can't can't do it. Cannot do it. And then I believe the most appreciated was the Titans, correct?
1: Yes. I say in a very, very confident voice.
0: Yeah, kind of a y thing, but with the miniature microphone. But they did the Man on the Street thing on Broadway. Yes, yes, yes during yes, the yes. daytime, which I think the daytime part was key, because it did not emphasize how hammered all of their <laughs> contestants or like all of the people who appeared on their like real were basically, and they were all guessing the lo- schedule based on the logos, and the responses were great.
1: And you know what? Should have pulled the audio, but whatever. They probably had a budget of like. Fifteen thousand dollars, and they probably came in under budget. Whereas the Cowboys probably dropped two million to make their piece of crap. It was low production value, and it delivered. So shout out to yeah. them, man. Philly I respect did. It. Philly went the dog route, which I respect. Philly's having a great off season. Just, I hate, I hate to say it, but they are. You're not a dog. Philly guy? Philly and Seattle both. I, I am a dog guy, but Philly and Seattle both did this, where they were like, "Hey,
0: automatic top ten because." Philly used dogs of players to do their announcements. Seattle used children of players to do their announcements, like five and under. As someone who owns a dog and has children under five, I'm like, yeah, man, world's emerging a little too much here. Like let's let's spread this out. I I want to see a team get, you know, average to below average podcasters to announce their their uh,
1: their schedule. I'm calling my shot. Within the next two years, Dude Perfect will be on a Dallas Cowboys schedule release. And it's a it's How honestly, are they not already. The more that I think about it, the more shocking it is that they're not. Like it'll you get Jerry in there and he's doing he's like throwing one up from half court, and of course he makes it. He doesn't really throw it up because his arm would fall off because he's an old man. <laughs> that needs to happen. If they, can, if they can go play, if they can go throw boomerangs at Augusta National, then they can fucking do a Cowboys schedule release. And they'll probably do it for free because uh, they'll be super stoked to do it and they'll just get 50 million more subscribers on YouTube. Which, by the way, if you haven't subscribed to the Too Much Dip Show, Too Much Dip podcast on YouTube, uh, join the thousands who have in recent weeks. How about that, Randy? Uh,
0: they are in for a surprise cup football season when live streams are back. Ooh. But real quick, here's my here's my audition for uh, I don't know any team doesn't even matter. Week 16, Carolina Panthers. There you go. You cut it, you edit it, do what you want. Teams, you can take that. That you know, AI it. Make me say a different team every week. It's up to
1: you. That's that's my uh, contribution to the KJ's world. got Riz. <laughs> I feel like I've got the Riz. You know why? Guess what I did on my lunch break, Randy. I went home. Went home to make some lunch, and I also poured up my AG1. I ripped open the packet, threw it in a little water bottle, swished around about six ounces of water, and I drank it because I normally drink it in the morning, but I forgot this morning, so it's the first thing I did when I got home. I started taking AG1 because, I'll be honest, I don't like taking a bunch of multivitamins, a bunch of different pills, and I wanted a supplement that actually tastes great, and I wanted to see what the hype was about. And now we all take it, we start our day with it, unless we forget, and then we go home at lunch and do it. So what is it? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day, right? The special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, your recovery, focus, aging, all the things. KJ, you're 30 and six. You gotta start thinking about these things, right?
0: I think about it every morning, AG, little uh, shaker of water. Actually, I've don't. I don't, I've lost my uh, AG1 shaker, so I had actually purchased a new one recently, and uh, it's kind of refreshing. You kind of spice up the routine a little bit. Look at you. Greens.
1: Well, here's the thing. It's lifestyle friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, and it contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, or artificial anything, all while still tasting good. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That is it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com bang. Again, that's athleticgreens.com bang to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate in daily nutritional insurance. So, uh, what are we going to do about this guy, Ja?
0: <sighs> to quote one, uh, producer Randy Trumbacki from the Wash Media Network and the Too Much Dip podcast, upon hearing this news again, uh, yeah, again, ladies and gentlemen, Ja has done it again. He found an IG live, he found a gun, not even mixed his them own together,
1: <laughs> not even his own, not, not even his own. That's the thing, that's the thing, dude. His <sighs> he's got to find a different crew for a number of reasons, but dude, why? He's been suspended from all team-related activities, which I don't really know what that means. I guess he can't go like <laughs> he can't go get a pickup game at the Grizz facility. He can't. <laughs> I don't really know. I don't know what they've got. He's going to miss. A, I don't know a photo shoot or two. He's going to get suspended. He's probably there's a good chance he loses his shoe deal with Nike. He didn't. He didn't the first mm. time around. Um, I have some questions because. And I don't want to get too off track, but I'm trying to figure out when it is acceptable for a professional athlete to brandish a firearm on social media. Now, if you have okay. the aforementioned Leighton Vanderesh, Cowboys linebacker, avid hunter outdoorsman, if he's out coming back from a turkey hunt, he's got a shotgun and he posts a photo, different circumstances, right? I'm just wondering, like, I don't know if that's Jaws' gun, if he if he's carrying that legally. I don't really know. He, I think he said the last time around that wasn't his gun, but whatever. So I'm just wondering, like...
0: Yeah, I, that was key to realizing, like, why he didn't get in more trouble, because there was no way to prove he brought the gun in or that it was his gun. Like, he very well could have just been showing
1: a gun. In yes, because if it was but his yes. gun, it would have meant he traveled with it the first time around. Correct, correct. And there I, were a lot of things. But I, I'm just curious, like, when i don't know i'm trying to look at this like objectively and be like okay we obviously fi- we have a firearm debate in this country and i'm just are you going to say where Jaws 2A rights yeah well hey maybe i've seen that kicked around like maybe he's just a just an advocate <sighs> in which you know what i mean it's like i don't know man i'm trying to give jaw the benefit of the <sighs> doubt but then you look at some of the some of the stuff um I think there was an incident with the Pacers after a Pacers-Grizz game where he was in a Suburban with some people and got in an altercation with some guys in the Pacers group. And um, a a red light, a red dot appeared. Whether that was a laser pointer or from like a sighted weapon, we don't know. But it just – it doesn't add up well. So I'm just – the guy's fumbling the bag, and it looks like it's an all-time fumble, man. Is it bad to feel like –
0: I kind of want an image of jaw and like one of those old keychain laser pointers. It's like the silver twist keychain laser pointers. It's <laughs> so cheap. That out,
1: Dude, why did, that out the window. Why did everybody in like sixth <laughs> grade go through the laser pointer phase? Like the little laser uh, you could get the pen. Yeah. And like your teacher turned around to write, like, I don't know, your Spanish class, Miss Rogers turns around to write something on the board. And just oh, she's got a laser dot on her butt. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's the funniest thing we've ever fucking seen. I cannot believe the level of comedy going down in this classroom. I was
0: I was all in on both laser pointers and keychain sound machines. Oh. They had like eight little tiny buttons, and it inevitably one was like a grenade sound for some reason because that was an awesome sound. Cool. It
1: was a different time.
0: Yeah, bring those back. Okay, um, I had to see really quickly what Jaws age was because my immediate thought is this has a lot to do with age. He's 23. None of that excuses anything. This is not like a preface to a boys will be boys thing, but I do think that there's a lot to be said for like the underdeveloped brain, not to excuse any of it, but to maybe understand more of it. Um, because I think that it's hard for people, including myself sometimes to understand You stand to lose so many millions, many, 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 many millions. And he will soon. He lost like 800, maybe $600,000 just for the games he lost that he missed uh, during this season. It's projected that he's going to miss double digit games for this suspension, which will no doubt be well over, you know, a few million dollars for him. I don't have his contract up here. And. I don't know that this goes back to any individual. It's not an upbringing thing with job by all, by my understanding. I think the general account is like, he was not one who was raised in like some hard, rough upbringing type thing where like, oh, you just can't shake his past quote unquote, like narrative that I think was very played in the nineties and two thousands for, you know, young black athletes and NBA players. Um, makes me think of pac-man jones a lot like yeah. or uh to maybe oh where you just have re- you know granted to talib's got you know body in his circle uh i think even pac-man might be close to one too i don't think jaw's on that level yet but these were the type of things that we saw in those early careers where it's just like they kept playing through it because they were both exceptional players albeit NFL and, you know, role players on defense. But, like, the guy has so much to lose that I think any rational person is like, oh, my gosh, can't you see all that you have to lose? But if you're that individual, you're like, no, because I don't worry about any of that. Yeah, just that good.
1: It's interesting to to the the NFL comp with, like, how this would be handled if this was, um, I don't know, you name it, play NFL, like, Julian
0: you know, Julie <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Justin Herbert. He was court side this week, so. yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> no, yeah, but seriously, like, it, uh, you think about like how the the how it's com- compared to the NBA and how you, he is the face of the franchise and like yeah. quite literally like one of five guys on his team on the court at any given time, right? Yep. Whereas like the NFL, uh, it's just different um and uh, you feel like that because it is more of a violent sport same with ufc you get away with uh a little more stuff that's why they're able to the greg hardy's of the world are able to get signed yeah that's right i had
0: a recent update on greg hardy the other day that he was uh working for spectrum selling spectrum in a walmart
1: yeah uh, i saw that i saw that that's interesting i, I guess his day is a bare knuckle boxing or behind him i don't know
0: yeah, ever since he and I shared a flight back from Vegas after Dylan's uh, bachelor party, his life hadn't done gone so well.
1: Imagine, Anyways. imagine buying internet from the Prince of War. <laughs> <laughs> You'll buy this knot. That was his <laughs> like, Yes, of course. <laughs> That's what he went by. Man, I don't dude, I don't um, know. I don't know what to say. The Grizzlies, man. I I was rooting against them for a number of reasons. And now I'm kind of like feeling bad for them because they've got – not only do they have the Dylan Brooks thing, which under no circumstances will he be back in Memphis, apparently. And now they've got this. He's going to be suspended. He's getting – it. he's probably going to get 20 games. I don't don't know. I feel like there's not much precedent for this outside of what happened last time around. But –
0: Gilbert Arenas is like the only other thing. He brought guns into the locker room to settle a bet and threatening – I can't even remember the other guy's name, who was notable as well. Um, it's tremendous because Gilbert does content now, and he's very candid about it. But he looks at his as like somewhat different situation when he talks about uh, Ja Morant. I will say the one thing that I'm I hope that comes of this is that. We don't have, like, I don't know. it it It's starting to approach, like, the Angel Reese, uh, Caitlin Clark level of, like, every TV voice immediately is, like, coming out doing this, like, having the same position on John Morant. Like, I'll be honest. I don't know the individual. I don't want to see a negative outcome. I'm not going to sit here and tell him what he should and shouldn't do, like, to protect his future and life and, like, the influence on children. Like, that's not my take. I'm not trying to be hot take guy or anti-hot take guy. It's just... I'm not going to pretend to care to the extent of like Skip Bayless is going to get out on TV and say, you cannot be doing this and that and your disappointment to, you know, the individual look up to you and like, yeah, sure. So is AI and AIs on mm, State Farm commercials or something like that. Like it works out.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And even when I was trying to look at it in the best, like trying to make an argument for him, which I did fail at um, right off the bat, it was just. There's really the, he's just got to look, they, they sent him to rehab last time around or whatever. Um, he's just got to find new friends who don't go live. Nothing good comes from live. We've said that. We've said that a number of times on this show. Really? Honestly, going live after the sun goes down is never a good idea. And I don't know if it was nighttime when this went down, but if you're, it doesn't matter. Just don't go live. You got everything to lose. All you have to do is say, say the wrong thing or i don't know maybe pull out your handgun inexplicably see i,
0: I didn't f- watch the full video but i did catch the context um nba young boy about that somebody else commun- like whoever was filming it as soon as they saw him retrieve the gun from the glove compartment stopped filming okay so clearly well,
1: it's been a discussion within the circle okay. you oh know God. what that i didn't know that that makes me that gives me a little more hope like hey man Thought we talked about but this. But it shouldn't be live anyway. Like, that should have been
0: the line of, like, if I'm within 50 feet of a gun, drugs, a woman that's, you know, not, uh, I don't know, whatever. Like, whatever it may be. A lady of the no night. No live. Lady of the night, man of the night, who cares? Like, Right. Again, Thank you. maybe your line is better. Just no, no going live
1: unless you're at, like, a children's gala Just do one a, of those things present. Just do a story. Do stories, and you can always take it, you know, you can review it before you post it. Do a reel. You can run it by him. Like, hey, is this good? There's no firearms or nothing that's going to cost you, I don't know, your career in in this reel before we post. Run it by Randy or intern Adam. Who knows? You could be out of town, you know, on business
0: and on a lime scooter posting photos in front of a Vanessa Carlton sold out show marquee at all hours of the night and then not attending conference meetings next day. Anyways, who knows what could happen?
1: Man, that sounds very um, specific to one of us. <laughs> and I don't think it's me. I we don't go to conferences in this job, it's, which is kind of sad. We need more conference. I'm going to start signing us up for shit. I'm just going to like put Will and Dylan's <laughs> name on there. they are be like, dude, what? what is this conference in uh, Topeka? I'm like, oh, dude, it's a, it's a podcast movement, Topeka. For Midwest- Will's like, sorry, I'm... I'm in Tokyo for fashion week. Uh, I'll be back. I can't make it. (laughs) Will's got to go to Micronesia for something. (laughs) Um, Are you stoked on the uh, the finals, the conference finals?
0: I will go back and verify, but I think when we did the quick little, well, who do you want to see? Your team's not in it. So like, who would you like to see? I think my initial take, you know, initial response was the heat and the nuggets because I am like, growing to be a huge Eric Spolster fan. Me Don't too. know why I didn't really care for him early on, but because of the Mavs. Unquestionably hard. You know, yeah, that's probably why. The 06 finals is probably it. And I guess maybe was that Riley and that was the Riley, head coach. Yeah, that was that was Riley, but I believe. Spolster was on the team, I believe, like an assistant and then he took over afterwards. But I think I'm I'm I might be wrong. Either way. But yeah. Obviously didn't like him because of the Mavs finals. But this is incredible to see. We don't think about the fact that he, you know, they won the, or they didn't win the bubble year, but they were in the finals, the bubble year Um, they've endured Rachel Nichols. Um, They've brought on Kyle Lowry and it's kind of been a net positive, but like not anything distraction worthy. You keep Bam at a bio happy, you know, Jimmy's happy. Like, there's a lot that could go wrong with the personalities on that team. Not the bam or Kyle or anything like that, but like we've seen it with Jimmy Butler and other places that if somebody is not max effort type of guy, he might punch you or he, might, you know, it might be a very difficult place to be. He's I willing, think he's the one that punched Carl Anthony towns right?
1: They definitely got into it. He's willing to go at a franchise player, which yeah, you I gotta love, love. I love and, it too. And I, I, for the reasons you outlined, I do not mind the heat. Um, I think I don't like Tyler Hero, but he's not going to play. He's hurt. (laughs) Yeah, he's hurt. So it is kind of funny to me, like if they were to win it all, it's like, dude, you didn't even play in the playoffs, Um, which is very, very spiteful. And he's never really done anything to me personally. But uh, by the way, to your point, Eric Spolstra, he's been with that organization since 1997 in some capacity, which is insane, insane tenure. And, yeah, he was that's, there for the uh, for the fir- for the second Mav series with the Heat. Um, but um, he's a great coach. I don't, I
0: don't want the Celtics to win. I'm sorry to I cut don't you want off the,
1: there. No, I don't want the Celtics. I um, was absolutely devastated yesterday. I was talking with Will, Will DeFries, noted Whoa. Alabama fan. We're all excited. Got a game seven. He said he tuned in. It was a close game in the second quarter. Me the same. I had to go run an air and got back. Totally expecting to, like, throw it on for the fourth. It was like a 28 point game when I turned it on or something. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. My dream, my pipe dream was Jokic and Embiid. Um, oh yeah, finals would have been phenomenal because you know you had that whole tiff over the MVP, which Embiid did win and deservingly so. But if Jokic won it, I wouldn't have been mad. Uh, but that didn't happen, dude. And Embiid's getting the uh, he's getting the Dirk treatment from you know pre championship Dirk days when. It's like, okay, we need to have that conversation. And people are having that conversation about Embiid. Harden, it's like, well, of course. This is par for the course with him. Um, you think Harden's going to show up in game seven. There's a long history there of that not working out. And that bums me out because I, I've i grown to appreciate James Harden. Um, it helps that he's not on the Rockets anymore. But um, Doc
0: Rivers losing 10 game sevens. <sighs> he's it's not just gonna- a wild
1: stat. Like... He's not I respect make it. his career, but geez, that's that's a lot, man. He's not gonna make um, it. There's too many good coaches out there. They gotta do which, something. Which, by the way, did you expect Monty Williams to get fired by the Suns? Uh, no. I thought they would do, I thought they would do some personnel changes. I thought they would maybe move Aiton. Um, get some guys in there, build around, you know, get rid get rid of CP3, get rid of Aiton, build around Booker and KD, shocker. Um, but yeah, I did not see that. Their owners kind of flexing a little bit. New Brand new owners, apparent I don't know. It's funny because uh, Woj had that tweet saying that he was very, very involved in running the basketball operations, and then he removed that. He de- <laughs> deleted the tweet or removed it from his column. It's so, like, we'll, went a little far there, so I don't know. This is the same owner that Jokic uh, gave a light forearm to that flopped. So I think this guy might suck. He's given me uh, like 1999 Mark Cuban vibes, which was – yeah. Which was a fun bit, but now looking back on it, it's just kind of embarrassing. Uh, real quick, I mean, I, we, we've we
0: already professed, like, our support of the Nuggets. I think we wait and talk some Lakers Nuggets when this series kicks off. Um, but the NBA lottery is tomorrow night, which I typically have very little interest in. I won't even make my default joke because, you know, unfortunately we've had recent passing. Prayers to the Gilbert family, who I'm sure they're doing okay. Oh, um, yeah,
1: man. I forgot. Yeah. I mean, that's... That's a bummer. I don't know much about him, but yeah, we don't have to harp on it, but that was.
0: But it was the, the one visual bit that I could remember was you would remember the bow tie and the calves somehow landing the top pick, even though it only happened twice. It was a big deal. You know, you're likely going to get Ben Wallace or insert any other name, any other like 90s to 2000s random like Hall of Fame level big. I don't know, Hakeem maybe. Somebody's going to be present who has no interest in being there.
1: <laughs> oh god like, are they sending dirk
0: year after i hope not oh. michael finley needs to be like the default guy year after year it's somebody who has no business wasting their time as a hall of famer at this level of event and you know they do it every year it's painfully but, awkward uh,
1: especially when like the uh, you know the, when it gets down close and like got you know you got a guy who's up there and they had Second best odds, and they end up with like the fifth pick, and they just have failed smile, and they're just kind of like, okay, camera is definitely on me, going <clears throat> I uh, just kind of sit here and just, oh darn it, crap.
0: And sometimes they're in the, like they're a part of the organization. Other times they're kind of just the ambassador. But even if they're a part of the organization, like there's no level of ups like of anger they can show. Oh, no. <laughs> like, you can't even be a sports fan and just be like, are you kidding me? Like, and they should allow. Like NFL draft level sports fandom of like, I don't necessarily need them to cuss, but I, I could use some emotion there. This isn't the Academy Awards, like this isn't a hold your applause till the end type situation. Like, add some emotion, and then maybe we like we get something out of this. They should send uh, Dolphins the,
1: fan, Dolphins fan from the draft <laughs> a few years ago. They need to the Heat need to send him. That needs to be their ambassador for that, every pick that does not change. It's his clap. It's like okay, okay. Okay.
0: The Mavs have the 10th best odds to get the first overall pick, correct?
1: Yeah, they've got a 20% chance of falling out of the lottery, which means they would convey that pick. And it would be a legitimate disaster for the franchise. And I kind of think it's going to happen. But maybe that's just because I woke up at 4.30 this morning and I'm in kind of a little pissy mood. Two and three odds. Uh, That's probably not two out of three. I guess whatever. Two hundred percent is what you're looking for.
0: (laughs) Two thirds. To call back. I I don't know why my fraction my my odds are always off that they'll stay at ten, but they do have like a fifteen percent chance of getting in the top four. But as you mentioned, a twenty percent chance of yeah falling out of the top ten. Don't check our math. I will be tuned in for that. Me too. All right, well,
1: uh, you want to party? We have a game
0: seven. Get on out of here. Before then, we at least need to say, like, our hopes and prayers for game seven.
1: I'm on edge, dude. I want to go home and take a nap. I don't – look, I love a game seven. It's great that we're a part of it. The Dallas Stars I'm talking about. But, oh, boy. Oh, boy. I'm kind of – I know I'm going to regret not going. Brett's mad that I'm not going. Um, whatever. I think the Stars, stars win 3-1. That's my official prediction.
0: It's in Dallas.
1: It's in Dallas. It's
0: in Dallas. We have we have a good puck drop time, which is me, Mr. Hockey Guy, but like seven's a lot better here. ESPN game. Um, yeah, I'll be all in on it. I just hope it's not one of those like last night where it's like puck drops. I do kids' bedtime routine. Dude. I come back and it's just not even worth, like you waste the rest of your night, just like you were talking about with the Celtics game. Like you tune out for a little bit and you're like excited to commit another hour and a half of dumb, sports fanning. And now you're watching another episode I, of
1: Fear the Walking Dead. I have never that's a bad choice. Bad decision, <laughs> coach. I have never heard an an NHL arena, playoff arena that quiet. Even when the game was still in reach. I mean it was like a two-goal game and that place was dead. It's like they knew. It was beyond weird in Edmonton last night, man. I was like I oh, thought that it, one, yeah. I, I thought it was something with like the audio. But like they were commenting the Play-by-play guy was like, it is, you could hear a pin drop in here. And it was very, very strange.
0: Complete opposite of uh, Boston. I forgot it earlier,
1: but that was- That was a great scene. A lot, a lot. Um, Yeah, let's sports party. This is the part of the pod where not only do we talk sports, but we party at the same time. We're at Oak Hill this week, upstate New York-ish. Outside of Rochester. Rochester. About an hour east of Buffalo. PGA Championship, last hosted the PGA in 2013 where the great Jason Duffmeister got his major. Um, I'm excited. Did this catch you by surprise? Because a lot of people were not, expect, were not ready for this major creeping up on them. They were still stoked um, on the Nelson from this last weekend. Shout out <laughs> Jason Day. I think
0: because the Nelson uh, occurred is what led me to... Uh, Be like, okay, there's another major near because I've grown up around the Colonial and the the, uh, Nelson always being, you know, the pre-party for an actual major. Like, so you get half of a field or it's just always oddly placed. Colonial, of course, not slated like usual uh, this year. But uh, real quick with Jason Day winning in the last time, I guess the place he won first being the Nelson. I hate that people keep including that fact because it's it's a different course. Nothing is the same aside from the name.
1: You're right. We're in McKinney, I, not lost. It's Calinas. an hour away almost. Very, very <laughs> McKinney is not close. It's out, it's out where the dude perfect guys and hashtag Chad live. Any quick uh
0: insight, picks, thoughts about the upcoming PGA championship? John Rahm, Scotty Scheffler
1: tied for best odds at plus seven fifty. I don't like either of those guys. Give me Patrick Cantlay. Mmm. Well, it's playing long. It, oh? From what I understand, you got to drive it long and straight. And Patrick Cantlay is like top five in driving. So he's a mix of the two. So give me Cantlay. As much of a beating as that's going to be on Sunday when I'm watching him take two and a half minutes over each <laughs> shot. God, what a beating this is going to be. Whatever. Hey, Bryson wants give to me live the 120. DJ. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: Well, he won in Tulsa this week on the live tour, which don't look now. The crowds are picking up. And your boy did spend all that non-Celtics game time with Live Tour on. There was a little weather delay just like the Nelson, but
1: keep an eye out. I heard uh it's gonna fall soon. I heard uh the CW cut out. Like they 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 once it ran out of its allotted time, they they switched programming in, in a lot of markets. So that's a real a real bummer when you got Cam the two, two of the <sighs> biggest names, Cam Smith and DJ dueling. I'm uh, so, yeah, um, outing myself
0: as I was not tuned in at that time to tell you oh, which, which way it to went here in Madison
1: you. we've exposed KJ uh, ladies and gentlemen
0: speaking of live Bryson real quick you,
1: you know this better than I do he thinks he can live to 120 he's slimmed down he's not doing the bulk anymore he's doing a longevity play clearly been reading Dr. David Sinclair's book um, look <laughs> people want to mock him for a lot of things and I think he deserves it but this is not crazy 120 is going to be in play in our kid's generation. Yeah. I've got a
0: 104-year-old grandmother that's not my grandmother. It's like my, I don't know, my granddad's ex-wife or whatever, who apparently lives in Milwaukee, whom I never met and never knew about until like a week ago. So nothing to do with my genes, but apparently, whatever. So you don't really have a... <laughs> <laughs> I've got a Facebook friend of a Facebook yeah. friend who's 120. Somebody I've, um, I've heard of. I agree that's not crazy. A lot of stuff that Bryson has done is not crazy. He's just neurotic and communicates poorly. I think that's fair. He, he um, runs
1: into the issue that anyone who gets into that kind of stuff, whether it's sauna, cold plunge, um, you know, diets, they talk about it and people are just rolling their eyes and they can't, there's nobody wants to hear about it because it's probably difficult. It is obviously difficult to achieve and we know that we're never going to do it. So we roll our eyes and we marginalize Bryson. And uh, he is kind of a douche, but shout out to him. SMU zone. Yeah. Eight AC, AAC championships. Nice oh, guy though. Nice days. guy. Um, Give a shout yes. out to your renegades.
0: Arlington renegades bringing, I keep wanting to call it a national championship, an XFL championship. They were handed hardware by fast and furious zone. Dwayne, the rock Johnson. Um, I'm not here to call the success or failure. I have no idea about the numbers. You just heard me like profess some future support for the live tour. So don't listen to anything I say on that. But I will say there's a lot more traction around the XFL than I feel. I've heard anything about the USFL and it's like four weeks in. So hopefully that means we get at least another year or two of the XFL. And then you know, that chain catches because I've enjoyed what I did watch. I don't love the thought of a six and six. Champion beating like the most followed and appreciated team in the league like they did with the DC Renegades, but hats off to them for completing a season. wasn't a small feat. Big game, Bob.
1: Bob Stoops, ladies yeah. and gentlemen.
0: Yeah.
1: All right. Man. Well,
0: what? No, no, no. I, I appreciate you mentioning it. Cause I wrote it in the notes and completely forgot to mention it.
1: Yeah. Well, you've been <laughs> exposed multiple times on this episode. Yeah any thanks. parting thanks any, dylan any parting thoughts <laughs>
0: <laughs> no we'll be back hopefully there'll be three of us
1: otherwise we're gonna have to just keep randy's mic up the whole time randy what do you think man mm-hmm. how was that show today oh, It was a great show i gotta say that this was the second year the chargers did the anime uh little intro and you know last year they got a sh- shot at the jaguars and uh yeah and uh that one guy urban meyer right yeah, yeah. Mm, mm-hmm. that one mm-hmm. guy. So it's yeah. good
0: to w- see them run it back. W i r e Jaguars. Hell yeah! Um, I appreciate it. I can't wait for more Taylor Swift and hentai memes. I think the people are loving them. I got outed on uh, Instagram for trying to call Randy out on it, and all of Randy backers like came to his defense. So,
1: yeah, you missed the wrong puppy. <laughs> all right, we'll see you next week. Bye bye. Yu Gi Oh. No.
0: I don't want my chips playing. I want my chips with the dip. I'll bring them dips. When my team wins a big game, it's good.